0: to have you on hour number two, the Bill Michaels Show. Badgers out of the tournament. Welcome to all of you on the network. We certainly appreciate it. If you want to get a hold of the program, 877-867-1670. Uh, find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels Show. Uh, you can find us on YouTube as well. Subscribe, as uh, many people do uh, over on YouTube. Love that. Uh, and watch the program there you can uh, check us out on youtube simply by going to youtube.com slash bill michaels show youtube.com slash bill michaels m-i-c-h-a-e-l-s show you can find us on twitch tv as well email the program the at gmail.com that's the at gmail.com uh, also find us on spotify Find us on uh, on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there as well. Just look up The Bill Michael Show. Plenty of ways to stay in touch with the program. Should you like to put it in your pocket and take it with you. Good stuff. Um, the the Badgers out of the tournament. We've spent the last hour talking about that, and we're going to hear from Mike DeCourcy coming up here towards the last hour of the program. However, the Green Bay Packers, last we talked, Devontae Adams was off to Las Vegas. Building a house there. He's hanging out with Derek Carr, all that kind of good stuff. And in addition to that, you have then got Rasul Douglas, Robert Tanyan, both re-signed with the Green Bay Packers. So Packers making those moves. The defensive secondary, for the most part, you get your year back. You're, you know, barring injury, you're pretty set, right? You're pretty set. Still talking to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Kevin King's gone. We would assume that. They're working on Shandon Sullivan. What else? What else needs to be done? Because as it stands right now, as it stands right now, your offensive line is David Bakhtiari, Royce Newman, Josh Myers, Yash Nyman, John Runyon, you've got Elton Jenkins that uh, you should be getting back at some point in the season, provided that that knee of his heals up okay. Remember David Bakhtiari, he was supposed to be back and wasn't back at all because it just too many ailments when it came to that knee and too many issues. You probably need another or two. Offensive lineman. You have Cole Van Lannon, another one that I failed to mention. Uh, Dennis Kelly, who you brought in as a veteran backup, most likely not going to be back with the team. But th- that's what you're looking at. Robert Tanyan is back. Mercedes Lewis is there. Josiah DeGuara. Your tight end position, if Tanyon is back and Tanyan can play the way Tanyon can play. Okay, now he gets more open looks because you had Devontae on one side and whomever on the other, whether it was Lazard or MVS or Equinemius-St. Brown or whatever. But you've had a pretty good departure out of your wide receiving core. You got about $22 million to play with. If you restructure a little bit more, maybe get down. Once you get your uh, Jair Alexander done, you're hoping to get him done. But you've got some room right now. You would like to find defensive line depth between you, me, and the fence post. Dean Lowry and Kenny Clark, they're okay. Kenny Clark's really good. Dean Lowry's average to above average. Tyler Lancaster, he is a work dog. He is a a blue-collar, lunch pail dude, but he's a dude. TJ Slayton, he had a couple of moments, but there were a lot of times he got his ass handed to him. He suddenly learned what it was like to play big boy football. I don't know what he's going to amount to. He's kind of like that that question mark right now. Because you would see every now and then, you'd be like, wow, okay, TJ Slayton, good for you. And then he was gone. He was being pushed five yards down the field. He was being collapsed. He's on his. He's on the ground. Just he. He would just disappear. So you're kind of like, okay, I don't know what to make of him. So defensively, this this is my thought. Okay, this is what's next for the Green Bay Packers. My thought: You got to find a veteran wide receiver. You got to. You got to find a veteran wide receiver. Then the draft. You're gonna figure out what you can do in the draft and get a receiver or two, okay? A receiver or two. And uh, by the way, uh, the Packers are being associated with this kid from Alabama, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the kid from Alabama who tore his ACL in the national title game, he's not going to be available to you. Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams, thank you very much. He's not going to be available. He's not going to play this year. Now you have to ask yourself do you want to get what possibly could be the wide receiver of the future? But if you're building for the here and the now, that's not the way to go. Taking a guy with an ACL with a first over or the first round pick might not be the way to go. It it sends mixed messages. Are you going for it or are you not going for it? What are you doing? What are you doing? Unless maybe not this coming season, even though you feel like you can compete, but the next season would be the season. So I, I would send mixed messages to me. You need a veteran wide receiver. You need another wide receiver in the draft. Whether you jump up to get him, we'll see. Whether it's a guy like Alave who they talked to uh, for quite some time at the Combine, we'll wait and see. And then uh, I think what you do is, is you're all in on defense. You're all in on defense. You need a veteran wide receiver. You need more. And don't forget, you're going to still have June 1st cutdowns, you know, for those veterans that aren't going to get uh, those, uh, those additional bonuses. So the June 1st cutdown date, that'll also come around. You may get a guy or two that's on the open market. But you need probably a couple of wide receivers. You need an additional offensive lineman. And after that, it is all defense all the time. You need pressure up front. You need outside rush. You need more depth in the secondary. That's what you need. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Agree or disagree? Agree or disagree? If I had to prioritize right now, my my if I'm Brian Gutekinds, now these things can happen simultaneously, but if I've got a priority list, I'm looking at my dry erase board right now, my whiteboard. Number one, J. Alexander, long-term deal, get some additional money back. And maybe three, four, five million bucks because that's going to help you with signing your rookies. Okay. So, okay, that's my number one priority. Number two, trade for a veteran wideout. Trade something. You've got what? How many picks? Nine, 10, 11 picks? Trade. Make a deal. Make a deal. Get a veteran wideout. Now, the one thing, and I heard this from Mike Tannenbaum earlier today. If you want to go after a quality wide receiver, that's a veteran. The one thing you're going to have to take into account, there might be guys that might not want to come here, and I know that's kind of blasphemy, but it's true because nobody knows how long Rodgers is going to be here. You got to be leaving a really bad situation to want to come to Green Bay for possibly one or two years with Aaron Rodgers. Think about that. Because you may not get guys, veterans, that are going to want to come here. They're going to say, look, Devontae wanted to leave. He knows the writing on the wall. He wanted to leave. Rodgers, he's, you know, he. the only thing that was definite going into the offseason was that he was going to clean out his colon. And then he wasn't sure what he wanted to do. Right? So you don't know if Rodgers is here this year. The next two, the next three, you know w- what it's going to be. You don't know. Right? So you may not get guys to come here that easily. But the one thing you do know is you have to continue to bolster that defense. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Ricky says draft Sky Moore from uh, Western Michigan. Um, Rocky says draft Burks from Arkansas with pick twenty two. Merlin says saw an article that talked about uh, Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver from Penn State for Green Bay. Won't he be gone by then unless they trade up? There's going to be some jockeying, or you go with a guy like Julio Jones. I See, Julio Jones got cut outright. Now, maybe it was for money. I, I, I'd I have to go back and look, but Julio Jones just didn't have it. Now, if you put Julio – now, remember also, there's two things to Julio Jones. One is, yeah, he's a veteran. He's got a name, okay? I still don't think Julio Jones is the answer. He's a veteran. He, he's probably got some savvy. All right, but also, he has been just nothing but banged up in the latter portion of his career. He's just not hes not that guy. He's just not. I, I think he's way past his prime. Others, because of his name, they want to live off of that. But I think Julio Jones is way past his prime. Way past his prime. That's just my opinion. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to hit us up? Please feel free. Love to hear from you. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I think uh no, I'm not uh William says is DK Metcalf a pipe dream. I believe so. I believe so. Uh, that's been tossed around a lot, but it's been tossed around a lot by fans. Has anybody of ilk said that DK Metcalf is a true possibility out of um, out of uh, out of uh, Seattle? Has anybody brought that up as like a legit rumor? Because I mean, I get people that say they heard it, but where did you hear it? That's what I want to know. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you go on and on. I I DK Met, Metcalf would be great to see in a Packers uniform, but I just don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to part with him. And if they are, what are they going to want in return? He was a second-round draft choice who's become first-round talent. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven TMZ had something about Leroy Butler calling for it oh okay well that's that's not happening but that's what I'm saying has, has has there been anybody calling for it's one thing the other thing is has anybody said that they're in talks for this and I haven't heard that and I'm not denying that it couldn't couldn't happen because anything can happen but I just don't think that's going to happen. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Coming up, though, we're gonna we're gonna veer away back from this, go back into some uh, some Badger chatter. We want to talk with Ben Wargle. He's are gonna talk a little about uh, about the end of the Badger season, and then we'll get back into all of this. So stay tuned, stick around. We've got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. It, at the Four Seasons, Island Resort up in Pembine, Wisconsin. What you need to do, get a hold of our girl Barb. I was just the other day going back and forth with her on Facebook. And a lot of people are hearing this. A lot of people are going there for the very first time. It's the historic place where Al Capone used to go when he used to have his mob meetings and such. It's a little bit of haunting up there as well. They've got great weekends, wine weekends coming up, Mother's Day brunch coming up. They've got all kinds of getaway stuff that they're putting out there right now. All you got to do is get a hold of Barb, Barb at the four seasons, com. Get a hold of Barb, B A R B, Barb at the four seasons. WI.com, the four seasons. Wi.com. Go there. It's a tremendous place on the island. Set up your golf weekend coming up in the summer months. Still got time to get in and maybe a little snowmobiling. And if not, get the four by fours, the UTVs, the ATVs, get them all together. Head up to the Four Seasons. Got a lot of paths up there as well to hang out on and ride and drive. It it's a really, really fun time. You've heard me talk about it a bunch again v4seasonswi.com get a hold of our girl barb she'll give you the hookup more of the bill michael show coming up next ready this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network oh yeah welcome back to the program Glad you're with us. Go, Michael Show. Continuing on. on. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends uh, over there at uh, at Water uh, Water Doctors, which they have the Connecticut water softening system. They're fantastic. And in addition to uh, being a tremendous water softening system, they also also have uh, a a great need of donation for veterans causes and they need therapy dogs. And they're trying to raise twenty five thousand dollars or more for therapy dogs and which is fantastic it's a, it's a, it's a great great charity and it's a you know custom canine service dog academy because there's a need for over 200 dogs in the area and each dog to be trained costs about 20 grand so if you can help out go to h2 the letter o h2 the letter o doctors.com. and all you have to do is just sign up and make a donation if you choose to do so otherwise get the best water softening system you can possibly get and that's the kinetical water softening system from the water doctors h2 the letter o doctors.com uh, joining us now on the uh, on the hotline our buddy uh, Ben Worgle is here from uh, the Badger Nation uh, you can find him uh, on uh, on twitter at uh, ben, at the badger nation at the badger nation where you can find him so ben you tell me what do you think of the season
1: I think that as time moves on here, that when you look back, this will be a very successful season for Wisconsin. Um, And, yeah, I mean very successful. They won a Big Ten championship. Now, I know that people are pounding their fists and say, well, they lost the last three or four, and I get that. This team kind of petered down the stretch for a variety of reasons that we could probably get into. But for the most part, this team had to replace six seniors, they had to remake their roster. They had to count on a lot of younger guys. This team was predicted to finish 10th, and I would have told you at the beginning of the year that this team was going to win 25 games, win an NCAA tournament game, and win a Big Ten championship. Everyone that follows Wisconsin basketball would have signed up for it. Um, they surpassed expectations. I thought that they, for the most part, uh, played well through stretches of the season. They won a ton of games. They won the Maui Invitational, uh, which was big for the program and their confidence. And the program is in a, in a better spot now than what it was at the end of last year. So I think if you look at that, it is a very successful season. Now, certainly you would have liked it to, to have finished a little bit better. I think people see that you were seed in Milwaukee and you lost to an 11th seed. And then you see that that 11 seed is going to play a 10th seed in Chicago just down the road. And people are going... You know this season could have been so much more yeah of course i mean but only one team walks away happy at the end of the year so it's one of those things where 67 teams that are in this tournament are going to be disappointed at some point wisconsin was one of those teams they're one of the last 32 teams left standing um you know that's that's a pretty good accomplishment for this team considering where we thought this team was going to be at the beginning of the year
0: Um, the the injury to Chucky Hepburn obviously set this team off and it just, they didn't have a way to get the ball up the court efficiently. It changed the way they kind of distributed the basketball. This was just a, for lack of a better term, it was kind of a calamity. They couldn't shoot. Their shooting percentage was terrible, but they were just, they had open looks. I mean, was there anything else that you thought guard could have possibly done?
1: I I look at at, at the Hepburn injury and it it just changed the entire complexion of the game. I mean, and the numbers backed it up. With Hepburn on the floor, Wisconsin was 8 of 17 and found they were 6 of 30. And now I know Chucky doesn't score a lot. He just was averaging 8.2 points per game. But, you know, he was plus 40 in the to turnover margin this year. 77 assists and 37 turnovers. And I think his presence could help limit some of that. Um, the, the one issue that I had with this team all year was that they weren't aggressive enough in the low posts that this team was able to get fouls, but then once they got into the bonus or the double bonus, they kind of stopped attacking, uh, especially in the last handful of games. They got two jump shot happy. Happened against Nebraska, happened against Michigan State, and it happened here last night. Um, I think the presence of Hepburn could have calmed things down, um, especially because Wisconsin also is without Lauren Bowman for the last month. So that's their backup point guard. So you're down to your two, your top two point guards in the NCAA tournament against a really good defensive team. Iowa State is a top 10 team in defensive metrics they're very good uh with terms of ball pressure in terms of packing the post that you almost had to hit outside shots and i thought for the most part watching the game wisconsin had a lot of really good looks on the outside they had a lot of open looks, and they just didn't hit them um and some you know rimmed out and had some bad bounces but others were just really bad shots i mean i at least three or four air balls i haven't watched the whole game back yet but just Amount of just really poor shot attempts was staggering for this team to go two of twenty-two, and one of those was a mean three in the last couple seconds of the game. So, you know, and the other part that I think I think was aggravating for a lot of fans was this was probably one of Wisconsin's best defensive efforts of the season. You know, you hold Iowa State to under thirty-five percent, under thirty percent for the second half, just two of eleven um, down the stretch. No field goals in the last four sixteen. Wisconsin never could inch back into the game more than I think the closest they got was four points. So, you know, losing Hepburn and not having his backup just caused everything in a disarray. I mean, you had Brad Davis had to move over to the point. Johnny Davis ran the point at times. Those two are better players when they're not at the points, when they're playing the two or the three. You know, they, Wisconsin even had to put Isaac Lindsay in for a little bit just to try to get some type of offense Lindsey's a, a pretty good three-point shooter, and even he missed an open look in front of their bench. So it, it was just it just snowballed on them once Hepburn uh, went out. I mean, they were they were doing okay um, based on their defense, but then once Hepburn went out, you just knew that Wisconsin was in trouble, and, and it became very early, evident early on in the second half that Wisconsin was in a in a real big mess offensively.
0: I uh, also wanted to ask you uh, the job that uh, Greg Gard did, and I know uh, the way I look at it is, and, and you were right, it, it kind of threw away one of their better defensive efforts, but the fact that Iowa State played so physical, and people were, and I was even today when I came on the air, people are critical of guard, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't think there's much more guard could have done when you're creating open looks when and we talked about this earlier with Ben when you're giving it to Davis and Johnny's dribbling and driving and he's trying to shoot from the outside he's getting double team and triple team and you're kicking it out you're hitting open looks or you're hitting the uh, the open man but they're not hitting the open looks it makes it very easy to defend when nobody else is hitting so i don't know what else guard could have done you know what i mean
1: yeah no and, and, and you're right and i think a lot of people are mad at guard not because of what Happened on Sunday, but because of what didn't happen lead into the season, where there was, you know, there, there's been issues with fans with how guard has recruited players and how he uses the transfer portal. Um, I mean, you look at the portal this last year, there was, you know, a lot of kids in the portal, as there has been for both football and basketball now the last several years. And Wisconsin added Chris votes, who I think has made a big impact, not necessarily scoring, but with other you know, things he's done in the low post, and Jacoby Neath. And Neath was brought in to provide insurance at the guard position, to provide a veteran presence at the guard position, and Jacoby Neath had a really terrible game, as a lot of guys did. I mean, Neath played 21 minutes and played a lot after Hepper went out, and Neath scored one point on, and missed all three of the shots. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where, that the issues with fans is that guard hasn't recruited better to kind of have a stacked lineup. Well, this isn't Duke. It's not Kentucky. You know, you just can't, you know, pack your bench with all these talented players that there's been, you know, a, a lack of depth on the bench to kind of fulfill different roles on this team. That's why the five starters have played so many minutes this year. That's why Wisconsin for the most part, has been fortunate with injuries. Um, you know, but again, the two games earlier this year where they were without a starter, they lost. Um, Johnny Davis uh, was, didn't play against Providence, and they lost earlier in the year, and Tallahassee didn't play against Michigan State, and they lost. So the bench is something that Wisconsin will need to build up here over the course of the next you know couple months. So you have to hit the portal, I think, to provide depth at the guard spot and the forward spot. But I, I don't know what alterations you could have really made because not only were they not missing shots, You had guys in foul trouble. You know, Tyler Wall had four fouls in and out of the lineup. Steven Kral had three fouls and didn't play particularly well. Um, You know, Davison had four. Um, You know, Jordan Davis had four. So it it wasn't just the missing of the shots. It was also the foul troubles. The key personnel kept kind of switching the lineup uh, around. So, yeah, I think Greg Gard did a, a fantastic coaching job this year. I know that's going to irritate a lot of people to hear me say that, but I think if you pull back the curtain and you look at the entire body of work, this was a a program that was in disarray, you know, 10, 9, 10 months ago when that audio tape came out. People uh, questioned what guard was going to do for this program, and I think that he did a lot with not a lot this year. And, you know, Johnny Davis had a big part of that, and Brad Davis had a big part of it too, but I think the development of guys like, Davis and wall and Stephen Crow for the most part the giving the keys to the car to Chucky Hepburn I think he made a lot of really good coaching moves this year to get this program to get the most out of this program I think this season and you know I think fans would disagree and say well he could have done more this team should be playing next weekend well it's a one-game tournament I think in the best of five or best of seven series when Wisconsin at full strength they they beat Iowa State uh, pretty handily. But again, it's a one game playoff, and Wisconsin did not play well enough last night with their shooting or their ball security to move on.
0: i talking with Ben Worgel uh, for Rivals.com and also the Badger Nation. You can find him at the Badger Nation over on Twitter. So, I, uh, the w- what's to come? Uh, you know, everybody's wondering about what's. What's next? Because Johnny Davis probably not going to be here. Obviously, Brad Davison gone. So now you've got some turnover. You've got some veteran. you got one of your top, your top scorer leaving. What's next for the program? What are your thoughts as far as guard moving forward goes?
1: Well, certainly you're going to have to replace – we know we're going to have to replace Brad Davison and you're going to have to replace Chris Vogts. I mean, those are the two seniors that have exhausted their eligibility. They're not coming back. So it's going to be important for Wisconsin to find – that next leader in the locker room, and that's going to be Tyler Wall. I mean, all eyes are going to be on Tyler Wall. He's going to be the lone senior uh, on this team this next season. He took a massive leap forward. Um, He's got to get stronger. Um, He's got to really continue to develop his voice in the locker room. That's going to be a thing to watch going forward. And, And Tyler Wall took a big jump from sophomore to junior, so you would expect that to happen this next season. Uh, Johnny Davis is probably going to go pro. I think that is all indications are going in that direction. Do I think he's ready? You know, I, I think he could probably use more time. But you know, if you're going to be able to develop in the NBA as a lottery pick and get paid a million millions of dollars for it, that's a move that he, he probably is going to have to make, and he probably will make. I expect him to to make that. You know, in, in the coming you know days, if not you know in the next ten minutes. I think I think it's, it'll come probably this week once they sit down and talk about it. So what does Wisconsin have, you know, on their bench? So you know, we obviously have seen the bench play. I think, you know, Ben Carlson with their offseason can continue to develop and you'll be able to see him take his leap forward next year. Uh, they had two forwards, redshirt this past year, and Chris Hodges and, and Matthew Moores. I think Moores could be really good and kind of step into what, a, a role similar to what Carlson had coming off the bench this year, maybe be a little bit farther along. But the guard play will be concerning, I think, for me. You have Hepburn, like I mentioned. But then beyond that, there's really not a player that you can say is ready to, to have that kind of caliber. And so Wisconsin needs to probably hit the portal again, add some guard depth, you need to kind of wait on what Lauren Bowman's going to do. Um, guard gave a, a health update to Bowman, who is still with the program. He is back in Detroit. He's taking classes virtually as he deals with a health issue. We don't know any more beyond that. He's hopeful, Guard is, that Bowman will be back next year. That will be an important piece. Um, but if not, um, you know, finding the right fits in the portal will be paramount to this team because there's a good base there. There's a good base with the front court and with Hepburn, but there's a lot of holes and pieces that need to be fixed that Wisconsin won't be able to do with recruiting because there's not a lot of guards coming in this next recruiting class. So they are have to find those right pieces for the portal. And as Iowa State proved, they had six transfers. If you find the right transfers, that are the right fits, it can change the, the entire outlook of your program.
0: Great stuff as always, Ben. I appreciate it, and hopefully we're talking about big and better things uh, as time goes on for the Badgers, both basketball and for football, okay?
1: Sounds good. Anytime, though.
0: Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Ben Wargle uh, for the Rivals. That's where you can find his stuff. Also uh, find him on Twitter at the Badger Nation. You can find his stuff there as well, joining us on the hotline. Gonna step away, take a quick break. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is The Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio
1: Network.
0: The Bill Michael Show continues on. I want to remind you, our friends at New Medical, they bring you the program, this portion of the program anyway. And uh, if you've got low T, ED, they can help you out with both of those. If you're looking to lose some weight, the all-in-one weight loss program is fantastic. It all works, but you can't do anything. If you don't call them, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. The medical experts at New Medical. They're being innovative. They're coming up with new and innovative ways almost each and every day. But others are trying to duplicate, replicate, emulate what it is they do because they're the best at it. So go with the best. New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. Get a hold of them. Um, The contract that was done on Friday for Deshaun Watson, and I want to go back to that. John uh, says that, uh, can you believe what he signed for, Uh, Cleveland fell on their heads. And um, first of all, we don't even know what the ramifications are going to be for everything legally or non-legally going through the civil process. We don't know what that's going to equate to. We don't know how hard the league's going to come down on him. Um, There is an outcry right now by many women's groups that wants the league to suspend him – for a season or two because of all the allegations levied against him. Now you're innocent until proven guilty. They did not file criminal charges against him, but that doesn't mean he couldn't be completely exposed in civil court by the time it's all said and done. And we'll wait and see, but the NFL has not made any ruling on this. They have not spoken out on this at all. And, at some point, they have to. They have to kind of come to the forefront and say, okay, this is what's going on. I know it's a fine line because of what you have been accused of versus what you can be legally charged with or what's going to come out. But I'm sure the NFL is, is got they got something to say about this. You can't just let this go by the wayside. This guy's a creeper, man. We all know it. So... To pay him that much money guaranteed, I think what they did was guarantee that they are sinking their organization. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Baker Mayfield was a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback. But as much as I like Deshaun Watson and has his athletic ability, you know, people are already saying, well, he's going to – they got a better chance to win a Super Bowl then Cincinnati and Baltimore is what's being stated because of the Deshaun Watson acquisition. Are you kidding me? I Their defense was not nearly as good as it's been in the past. Yes, they got Amari Cooper. I agree with that. And their quarterback play should be upgraded. But Cincinnati's gone all in on protecting Joe Burrow and started to put a lot of capital into that offensive line. Their defense is still pretty solid. Baltimore is going to get a healthy Lamar Jackson back, and just because Deshaun Watson's the hot talk and the hot commodity, suddenly they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl out of the AFC North. I think you're crazy. I I think they're a step better than Pittsburgh, but is I'm, my assumption is as soon as Pittsburgh finds themselves a quarterback, I would put Pittsburgh. Of Cleveland. I, I think Deshaun Watson is a franchise wrecker. And I think that'll play out in Cleveland. I could be wrong, but if I had to put some money on it, I think I probably would. That this will not be a successful venture for Cleveland. But I understand why guys like Aaron Rodgers are upset. He's getting 250 plus million guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's another reason that it'll sink that organization, not just because of the, the talent or lack thereof, but for the fact that you just gave that guy this, the franchise. You're not going to be scrambling to try to put everybody else around him for the amount of money he he, he garnered. So I, I think the whole Deshaun Watson thing and, and giving him that much money guaranteed, I think that's crazy. I, I think it's absolutely crazy. Um, there's an interesting article, Peter King, with Football in America, and it's titled um, The Truth and Shame of the Deshaun Watson Trade and How the Devontae Adams Mega Deal Got Done. He ta- looks at both of them, uh, and this just posted just minutes ago, but I don't think any team, and I agree with him, I don't think any team, should go into business with a guy that's being accused of this much. Just an FYI. Until this all plays out. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Imagine being a woman in the
1: front office of Cleveland, and they right? just go out and do that. Plus, they came out with all these statements about how much research they've done, and then the lawyer of a lot of the. Uh, Women that are accusing Deshaun Watson of all of it said, like, yeah, yeah. they they didn't reach out to me.
0: They never talked to me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 22 women accusing him of indecent acts. Uh, 31 teams should have risen up and said, uh, we might be interested in this great football player, but only after we know the full scope of what we're dealing with. The fact is, they don't. Watson could be faultless and he could have uh, run into uh, 22 women all of whom are lying as his attorney rusty harden says that would be an incredible coincidence 22 women all lying but let the legal system play this out what happens do you think if the cases run their course and the browns find they've handed 230 million excuse me i was saying 250 230 million guaranteed money to a man who loses some of these civil cases or one or all of them what happens even if some of the sexually graphic offences described in the reporting? Oh, uh, Jenny Varentis, by the way, is the one that put all of this together in Sports Illustrated uh in the last year. What if any of this is true? How would the Browns how would the Browns fans, women, and I hope men feel about wearing a Watson number four jersey in the community and going to games? How would you feel about your children wanting to wear a number four jersey that has Deshaun Watson on the back? And again, we're innocent until proven guilty in this country, absolutely. But in what other business and what other line of work would a person with such serious accusations against him be handed a guaranteed $230 million contract to lead the jewel of their community and beloved public trust like the Cleveland Browns? As Peter King says, I don't know how this happened. I don't know whether there was uh, internal disagreement among the owners or executives of the Browns about signing Watson. I don't know if the Browns volunteered to do this five years, $230 million deal. The one with $80 million more in guaranteed money than any other contract in NFL history. Or if it was what Watson's camp insisted upon. It doesn't matter. The result's the result. It goes on from there. It's hard to be more outraged about the story, but the last paragraph makes me want to spit nails in this. It says, uh, usually after you make a trade for a quarterback you believe will make you a contender for the next 10 years, you have a press conference trumpeting the event. The Browns waited until Sunday to issue three statements, one from the Haslams, which are the owners, from GM Andrew Berry, and then from Coach Kevin Stefanski. We are acutely aware and empathetic to the highly personal uh, sentiments expressed about this decision. Goes on from there. We did our due diligence. In other words, what did you expect? But words and statements don't matter now. The action uh, of signing a player with so much hanging over him is what matters. And then you sit here and you say that you give a damn the NFL talks about you know breast cancer awareness awareness month and we're in it for women and this and it. It, it's just the the poor investigation that they did regarding the Washington Commanders and then this the NFL's a business period um jason says can you explain what's meant by guaranteed money Get, he signed a fine. okay guaranteed money in the NFL. You'll hear about these contracts 5 years, $500 million, but 120 million of it guaranteed. Okay? That's what's guaranteed in the contract. You know, by the end of this contract, you will have $120 million. The rest of that money is is incentive money or long-term money and if they decide to cut you loose, they can cut you loose with very little ramification you know it very very few guys live out the totality of a contract without it being restructured okay he signed a contract 5 years 230 million dollars every penny of it's guaranteed to him 230 million dollars in essence his 5 year contract will equal 27 million dollars less than aaron rodgers total career earnings in 5 years He's guaranteed 230 million dollars. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's that's crazy money. That's crazy money. So he's guaranteed over 46 million dollars a year if you do the math. That's ridiculous. For Deshaun Watson, who's accomplished basically nothing in his career. Ah, 877 867 1670. I think it's nuts. Hang in there. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. got uh, Robert Specialty Meats in Waukesha. They've got a New York strip steak, this high-end steak that is just fantastic. It's marbleized, perfect, and everything. And the cut of meat, the price compared to local markets, is amazing. And I was down there talking to Paul yesterday uh, as we were getting ready to sit down and watch the Badger game. We were going to do a little grilling out. And just... Not only do I promote Paul Roberts and Robert Specialty Meats in Waukesha as your hometown butcher, they're my hometown butcher. It's where I go. I, I go there if I have to buy. If meat is on my grocery list, I do some grocery shopping and then I head down to uh, Robert Specialty Meats. It's just what I do. For the money, pound for pound, you get a better cut of meat, better quality, a special service, and it, it's usually cheaper. Then going to your grocery stores. It's just that good. And the specialty of the New York strip cuts, those thick-cut pork chop steaks, the uh, mushrooms. I love the stuffed mushrooms. They make them right there. All you got to do is bring them home, heat them up, you're good to go. The ribs on a stick, the Al Capone saw, all of that. It's right there, right there. So I highly recommend Paul Roberts and Roberts Specialty Meats down in Waukesha. I can't say enough about them. They're just really great people, and Paul's such a good guy. Uh 877 877- Eight six seven sixteen seventy. You know, I don't normally do this. We can talk a little bit about this, and I'm getting a lot of reaction to this. Uh, I don't know if you noticed it over the weekend, um, but Leah Thomas. I don't know if you know that name. Penn State uh, swimmer Leah Thomas winning the NCAA championship in the uh, 500 freestyle. A season best: four minutes thirty-three seconds, uh, thirty-three seconds in twenty-four hundredths. Of a second. And uh, Leah Thomas is a tra- transgender. And I, I guess it, it, I get asked this all the time how I feel about this. I They talk about hor- hormone replacement and, and such. I, I understand all of that. I mean, if you're born a man, you're a man. Now, you may feel different and such, and I don't want to get into this whole thing of I'm anti-this and anti-that because I'm not. I don't care. But when it comes to athletics, um, I think women have a right to complain. Uh, I don't understand it necessarily. I don't have the science sitting in front of me. But from what I understand, there's a lot of women who have had issues in this area, one of them right in our own sales department. And the, the, the swim meet over the weekend um, being highly talented on one side. And I understand it. It is a victory in a sense. And on the other hand, if you feel like you have lost a spot on a team because somebody who was a man and now states they are a female, they're taking the hormones it. you feel like you've been cheated. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's a no-win abyss. When you start talking about it, but it's something that I, I think a lot of people have opinions on. We're going to talk some more Packers football coming up as well. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show right after this. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen,
1: rate, subscribe.